0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Millennial Tendencies with Rachel Sterling. I'm her voice of reason, Hugh. We have a special show with a special guest today, which Rachel decided that she would want on seeing what's going on with Los Angeles and not just at the nation at the moment. We have Estevan Oriel with us, who is a director, photographer based out of Los Angeles and has been through the 1992 riots and is now documenting what's going on with today's Situation and taking photographs at the moment and putting himself at risk. And he has a few stories of what's been going on recently and what he's been up to, uh, as well as just giving us a little tidbit of information while we are all ears to his life and what he's been gone through and what he's going through now. Let me get right to Rachel, and here we go.
1: All right, here right, we, we're back with uh, the chaos. We how, are, you, how are you doing here? Because you live... Uh we I live on Kings and Melrose. I mean the whole world. I mean like don't say where you live. Like the whole world wasn't where I live because I say that all the time. Um so basically the chaos was at my doorstep and um it was just a lot. It's it's just been like the last uh what two, is it, three days? Two days, three four days. days four days. Two days. Um really it's just been a lot to process and uh yeah everything escalated really quickly Uh, and that. So, I mean, literally there's – I smelt smoke. That's why I normally – obviously I'm not an idiot. I wouldn't go outside at night and when looting and shit is going on. But I smelt smoke and I heard what sounded like gunshots. Right. Um, Yes, I have heard a gunshot before. It sounded like a shotgun. Um, They were not – I hope they weren't. I think they were fireworks because they were just – Uh, you know, the pops were just kind of, they were far and few apart. So they're from different directions. And so when you live in, you know, I live in the flats um, in West Hollywood. So you can't really tell where the noise is coming from because of the buildings, the echoes off. So I didn't know where they were coming from and I smelled smoke. So I got out of my apartment, went outside just to kind of like what the heck's going on. And then um, I live right next to cookies, melon, rose, and, Rebecca Minkoff, that little area. And there's a little fire. There were people looting. There was this woman. You know, my neighbors were outside. And uh, we were all kind of like, well, we know we shouldn't be out here. But at the same time, like, this is chaos. Uh, so we thought this woman was in, in trouble right. because of how she was screaming. So uh, I think it was like four of us walked over to the corner. And she wasn't screaming because she – she was in being hurt. She was screaming to get the attention of the six police officers standing in front of Rebecca minkoff, um more worried about getting the rest of the glass out than anything else. Um, I guess because they were gonna put boards up. Uh, she's screaming because a looter, bold as balls, came back to Mellon Rose and was inside looting so she was trying to get their attention the cops were having none of it right they were the exact opposite of what we had experienced earlier in the afternoon on uh third street fair of the fairfax district where they were very like this isn't happening um they wanted to be no they just were like i'm just here for this they didn't want to interact it's at least on my stretch of melrose right they didn't want to have anything to do with it. Mind you, there were several active fires all up Melrose as you continued to where more shops are. I'm, I have no idea what was going on west of me, which is kind of where the more higher end shops are. I'm sure they were looted. I'm, I, I have no idea, but um, it was pretty chaotic. Right. And yeah. I just thought it was, I was like, well, wow, they're not doing anything. On one hand, I can kind of see that because they're like, I don't get paid enough to Go to blows over a handbag and a bottle of vodka. Right. So there's that. Or perhaps it's more of, I just, you know, maybe, I don't know, they're probably terrified.
0: Uh, I'm not gonna, I don't know. I, because I it's like,
1: what's worse? Like, on one hand, it's like, do something. On the other hand, they're in a uh, situation where you, they can't win right now. Like, no. you, you know what I mean? Because everyone's got their phones out. They can only um,
0: escalate it, if anything. Right now, now it's, now there yeah. are some that are doing. I'm sure you saw the Flint, Michigan, or no? Was it wasn't Flint? Was it was it Flint or was it Lansing? The there was a Michigan. There was video of the cops who laid down their batons and everything else like that and walked with the protesters. You know, that's uh, yeah. Um, I mean, as for me, uh, I I get it. Tonight is my night. So I don't
1: think you do. Uh, I don't no, think you do. It no, was supposed they, to be a. a, a um, there
0: was. It doesn't mean that it might not like it doesn't mean that it's true. Aren't That's show true. That's true. I got
1: that. I was supposed to go with my with my friends to the one that you were told down me about the, the street. The other day. Yeah. Down the street on Sunset and Crescent Heights. Yep. Um it was a, some some stand up friends were going to uh, go and I, I was like, "Oh, I'll meet y'all." And uh, then I got something that said it was canceled. Now, it's kind of like when you tell someone they can't do something, they want to do it that much more.
0: Yeah, exactly. So here's
1: here's the problem with that is, you know, we've all experienced there was a curfew, and then they switched the curfew and it was from eight o'clock to six o'clock. So I was actually I, out running errands. I'm like, oh shit, I need to get home. Yeah. And um, it didn't stop anyone. No, no, Everyone no. Everyone no. was still out last night.
0: No, yeah, no, no. Like so, it's, it's one o'clock today. So it's one o'clock today, yeah. So on Monday, when we're recording, which isn't our typical thing, because our no. guest today uh, was out mm-hmm. doing a little bit of work. So, yes,
1: yeah, absolutely. So t- today, we have my dear friend Esteban Oriel. Uh, a lot of you have known his work forever, or you uh, just watched the originals, the um, documentary on Netflix with him and Mr. Cartoon. And Essay Studios. Um, I've known Esteban since, gosh, since I, before I moved here. So for twenty years—that's going on twenty-one years, which I just aged myself. But um, <laughs> uh, and one of the reasons I wanted to have him on was because he—he's just out there. He's always out there. He's always um, out there downtown. Like we—he we, and I shot downtown under a bridge or something like that once. For I don't even know what it was for, but um, an ad for something. And, you know, he knows, you know, if you don't live out there, the idea of, of all the homeless and stuff, it can be kind of scary. I'm literally walking around in a bikini. Um, and he just knows everyone because that's his, you know, SA Studios was down there and that what, that's his community. That's his, his, his neighborhood of where he works and where he's, um, and so he just kind of was like, oh, we're shooting. And, you know, everything was fine. Um, I know that we did a thing for, I do uh, some work with um, model citizens, and that is a group by, put together by Dan Fleischman that they have backpacks that they fill um, and they give them out to homeless people. And it's with enough uh, supplies, food, things to keep you occupied and safe for 30 days. So we were out just delivering those to homeless people. And Esteban knew all the spots where, you know, kind of like, the people that like he's like, Oh, I know where people are. And we did some interviews and stuff like that. Um, and uh, he's always just kind of, I don't know. He just, he just can give a really good observation. Um, it, it, I know I, I watched something where he got hit by a rubber bullet, but it seemed like he got, I don't know. I'm going to ask him. Um, he said, they got me. I'm assuming because they were shooting rubber bullets at the time. I wonder if they got him with one. Um and then also he was around in LA for the ninety two riots, which is everyone's comparing the two, obviously. Right. Whoa. So um I was the were the Rodney King riots just in LA or were they were they nationwide? It was
0: it was just an LA thing because just an LA thing. It, because right now this is not even an LA thing initially. It it has evolved No, not at all.
1: This is a this is a
0: well no, it's a it's it's now a nation thing. It's a nationwide situation Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. but it started off in obviously minnesota but it wasn't just minnesota it was new york city it was georgia it was you know incidences that happened during or around this time and you know social media elevated it to this this point that we're at right now at least i believe like there wasn't that back in 1992 we didn't have that um you know we were younger obviously I
1: yeah I I was that's that's one of those I like. I want to ask him if you were there firsthand like what was what was your feeling then and now because wow, there's a gnat flying around yeah I'm just very distracted anyone, um, it's
0: like King Kong on the other side of the screen I know screen there's this little fly swinging. that got
1: in and it's just really loving me nice that's right little now. break
0: from the seriousness that we were just having so I I'll, know I'll take uh,
1: it. but uh I, I don't really remember because, I, I mean, I was a kid. I lived at my mom's house. And, I, I mean, it was seemed like scariness that was happening somewhere very far away. Right. Um, which is a problem. And I think that's, that's why the protests uh, and there's so much uh, emotion on social media. Uh, just because a lot of America that doesn't have to live. And deal with this either. Either they just don't understand racism, or they've never experienced it, or they don't live in an area where it's happening. Um, so when that happens, you 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 don't understand until it happens to you or someone you know. And now that we're all so connected with social media, it really feels. I mean, you really feel the impact. I know I've been. I don't know about you. But I I just there's a a weight and a heaviness in the air, and it's just it's sad. I'm not angry. I'm not I, I'm, I mean my whole neighborhood is just trashed. It, they got it good. I'm and that's not the protesters. Those are looters. Protesters and looters are two totally different animals. Um, you know, it's a whole different thing. uh, uh I'm just sad. There's just a sadness, I think, and and uh frustration because what can we do? We can protest, we can write our 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 city officials, which we all should be doing. We really need to, we, everyone's so caught up with like the presidential. They, there's, there's other things you need to pay attention when you vote for, and that's your mayor, it's your congressman. You really have to, because um, obviously this administration oh, is um, not helping. You know, if I i told you last night, the president was like, "It's it's mega night." What the fuck does that even mean? I don't even know what the fuck that means, but it struck terror in my heart because all I I saw the footage of the protesters at the White House, where you have, uh, I don't think they were Secret Service. I'm imagining they're just regular cops, but uh, and the protesters with a barricade, a metal barricade, and it's a tug of war situation. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching? What am I watching? You know what I mean? It's getting like that, and then and then he says it's MAGA night at the White House. With the way he said it, And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Hi. You know what I mean? I, I, and people are speculating that it's a, a call to arms for white supremacists and KKK. I'm hearing that there's P, there's this group with Hawaiian shirts acting as protesters, and that's. Fucking ter- it's terrifying and it's really um and we have like a we have a terrorist in the White House and it's just really uh oh a heavy thing. It's just really heavy. So while we're waiting for Esteban, you know, normally this show is all kinds of fuckery, but it just doesn't really kind of feel right.
0: Well, you know he went into a bunker last night, right?
1: Who went into a bunker?
0: The Cheeto in Chief.
1: You mean like Hitler?
0: Yeah, kinda. That wow. there's a lot of comparison to that that move right there.
1: Why is it Melania Melania have to go in? She's like, You go into the bunker, I will meet you. And then she runs away. That's the she happy thing. She her her. She's freedom. she's just like, boy, what did I get into? All I wanted was a rich life. Uh, and no. I got this fucking asshole. Um Well, you know, sorry, honey, you chose wrong. <laughs> got on the wrong boat with that one. But um in the news or in the new in the in the Instagram. Oh in the gram. uh my uh, my friend Doug Ellen.
0: Yeah. Doug
1: Ellen created entourage. He posted a little f- interesting thing. Stephanie Pratt. Now for all of you that don't know who Stephanie Jesus Pratt the is hills she's girl? Yeah, she is the sister of what is his name? The other Pratt?
0: The other Pratt. Not Chris Pratt. Uh now, Spencer. The blonde
1: one. Spencer. I know Heidi. I know his wife. Anyway. Spencer. She's, she was on The Hills. The Hills was a show.
0: Still a show, I well,
1: think. Is it still a show? Do it people still reboot. watch it? Okay. It did reboot. So, so anywho, she was, she's saying that Stephanie Pratt slammed for tweeting, shoot the looters amid, amid protests.
0: Oh.
1: So, she said that. Now, oh. Now I don't know which who put this up, but oh. someone else put up her mugshot from when she got caught shoplifting, so it's yeah the hypocrisy there.
0: Madness. Oh,
1: there you there you are. Hi, Esther.
0: Whoa, oh. fell down. No Hi. worries.
2: There we go. Well,
1: thanks for coming on. So you were, um, you were out shooting as you always are. I saw. I saw. What's a? Okay, so a few things. You are now the subject versus you shooting the subject. Because of the documentary, I noticed that like people were shooting you and putting you up as uh, so that's interesting. And then, did you get shot by a rubber bullet?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I got shot by um, a rubber bullet. I got the, the pepper spray and I got uh, tear gassed. So, oh, like, shit. It, was, it was all kind of in one thing. It was like, I think first they shoot the, the tear gas so you can't breathe. And then the the pepper spray, so you can't see. And then they hit you with the flash bombs, so you're like, or flash bangs. Oh, so you're you're kind of like um, discombobulated. And then they 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 hit you with the rubber pellets and the uh, paint guns, paintball guns.
1: Jesus, as if one of them alone isn't enough.
2: Yeah, no, they get you with all of it. That way, they make sure that uh, they make their point.
1: And what where where in L.A. was this? This was.
2: Um, it was a couple places. One was at, uh, Fairfax and third.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Another one was at uh, right in front of Erwan, which, which is funny. Like, like the, the crazy thing to me. Oh, thank you. The crazy thing to me was here. You have all these riots going on and there's all this violence going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the first one, I think is it Trader Joe's that's on, uh,
1: On 3rd and Fairfax? Yeah, yeah, that's next to the Grove.
2: Yeah, there's... So one's in front of uh, Trader Joe's, you know, where you can go and get your smoothies or your kale shakes or whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. All the health
2: food and stuff. And then the other one was in front of Air One. The the two places where... uh, The the, the
1: Zen yogis go.
2: uh, (laughs) Shooting with the police, you know? So...
1: Yeah.
2: It's kind of crazy, like, the most, like, healthy, you know, conscious places... The people go and buy their, you know, their food and stuff is the place where it's most mostly active. You know, mm. like I went down to South Central yesterday and there was nothing going on down there. It was like like another day in in uh, L.A. And then so, you come over to this side of town and it's wild.
1: Yeah, there's two things I uh, I've been discussing with other people about that same thing. So one would be that they felt that. Um, you know that, that area of town, the air town that I live in, it's a lot of, uh, you know, kind of the Instagram generation a bit. so so there was some some process, some thoughts expressed that a lot of people kind of came out. They felt strongly because of the imagery that they were seeing, and they wanted to come out, but there it was a mixed bag of, you know, this is I'm fight for this every day. You know, this is wrong every day. And then there was some sprinkled in of doing it for the gram. And there was some sprinkled in of just uh, they want to be a part of something. And they go, oh, shit, this is for real. But then it just, you know what I mean? Um,
2: yeah, there's everybody's out there.
1: So, but do you feel that it escalated and got so wild? Uh, how do I say this? I would say um, uh,
2: what, what I saw was the cops doing that because there was a bunch of you know like the like back in the day they'd be called like hippies or tree huggers or something Mm -hmm. like that like there was a bunch of those guys in the front line and they're Mm -hmm. you know sitting down and they have their hands up and they're doing all the chanting and everything Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and there was nothing going on back then right then it wasn't until the the cops started trying to push the line and started um you know, shooting at people and stuff like that with all those different things. That's mm-hmm. when people got pissed off, and that's when they pushed back, and mm-hmm. then they they would stop doing that, and everybody would be calm again. Everybody would come back, and it'd be like a like peaceful line. You know, they're just talking to the police, telling them their feelings and all that, and then the cops would, you know, do some more, uh, you know, tear gassing or or uh, pepper spraying or um, shooting the paintball things, mm-hmm. and then the people would react again and start throwing rocks or throwing things, you know, but mostly it was crazy as they would throw bottles of water and then you just see them start firing a bunch of, um, rubber pellets. Hmm. And then it just would escalate into where people were lighting trash cans on fire and, and shit like that. But, you know, from what I saw, the cops were mostly, uh, stirring it up, you know?
0: Right.
1: So the cops are stirring it up, uh,
2: cuz you're you're shooting at people with no weapons they're just talking shit yeah. you have a shield and you have guns and you have with every kind of uh they say like non lethal you know uh oh, so but hard. there is a bunch of guys there with uh, AR 15s on top of the roofs and stuff so they had everything there and you're shooting at a bunch of you know people just chanting uh you know black lives matter and right and George Floyd and all that yeah and and you're just gonna start shooting different shit at', them, you know, like it's, it's and then they they get mad that you know I mean in nineteen ninety two the riots were way worse
1: okay. they were worse, okay, yeah, they the just weren't yeah, yeah, we just didn't have social fire. media,
2: yeah, yeah, we didn't have social media, but if you were out in the streets, you saw it, and you felt it it was it was super violent, there was a lot of beatings going on, you know between people and um you know, a lot more looting, a lot more fires, and, um, yeah, it was just way crazier, and then, uh, but it took that to get people's attention, you know, that's, mm-hmm. you can have a, a, you know, a thousand people going on, on a march, and it's cool, and people, like, get, but until some shit pops off, that's when the, that's when you get the, the real attention, you know, like, The president, the governor, everybody, you know, state of emergency, the curfew, all that shit. All that shit really brings attention. Like, yeah, it's not, you know, uh, you know, it might not be right and all that, but it's what, what brings the attention. Last time in 1992, all that shit kicked off. All the gangs made a truce. Everybody helped, you know, rebuild the city. You know, people had to take a loss, you know. But I feel like, you know, uh, like when, this, you, when, when you take a loss, you be, your, your successes are greater, you know? Right. Like failures make greater successes. So I think, you know, sometimes the city has to take an L for us to, uh, you know, get it, get it even better, you know? I think after the riots, the city was way calmer. Everybody was on a peace treaty. Um, you know, shit just got better.
1: Yeah. And
2: even the police chilled out a lot, you know. But it got it got to the point again where they just kept pushing it, pushing and it, pushing it, and and you you push it to I mean I I've seen hundreds of videos of cops just like I saw one I it reminded me of a of a CHP officer on top of a an older black lady he, like, was on top of her, like, an MMA fight, ground and pounding her, just, like, yeah, just like, at least, you see a like, lot of that, 30 yeah. punches to her face, you know, she's, you're on top of her, you're a cop, you're supposed to be the the guy with the patience, you're supposed to be trained, and you're supposed to be all this and that, and you're, like, teeing off on a lady, on a lady, first of all,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: second of all, she's an older woman, you know, not fighting back at all, just trying to survive and you know that's just one story I've seen you know a hundred of those on on the on the you know Instagram and shit and to me I, I don't know I, I think that's crazy I've had it all done to me by cops I've been uh, punched kicked in the face shotguns to my head while I'm in handcuffs on the ground boots on my head while I'm in handcuffs on the ground Um maced in the face you know i've I've had my uh the handcuffs on my my wrist so tight for like it was a good 10 12 hours that it fucked my wrists up forever Mm. like my wrists are always have this fucked up thing but you know it, it ain't cool you know
1: right um during the 92 riots um you know, I i mean, I, we were just discussing and I kind of remember I was I lived at my mom's house. I was still a kid. Um, but like. Because uh, I, I was looking, I think it last they they say they lasted 11 days until yeah. until charged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also kind of remember just L.A. being a scary place. Like when I was a kid, like the thought of going to L.A. was terrifying and then when I went I went up to Santa Barbara for college I remember we went we were gonna make it do a trip to LA and we were like terrified we were all you know because we were just like LA was always portrayed as just mm-hmm. you got carjacked you got your shoes stolen it was always shootings and stuff like that so so when they say it was over the riots and stuff were over but that you know was that just kind of just an elevated point of what everyone was already living in because the brutality was always going on. It's just that was the first time it was televised.
2: Yeah. I mean and and it feels like uh like the city got back at, at like the the people of the city got back at the city for all that. You know, it's like uh-huh. and it feels like uh it kind of felt like a like it was a like it was an even playing field then, you know, like okay, cool, you know, you've gotten us all this time, we got you this time, you know businesses burned down and people were at, you know, people did have a lot of losses that, you know, they weren't the people that deserved it and everything, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: it felt like it's it, what it seemed like, you know, from a, from my perspective is like people felt like, okay, you know, we got to, we got to blow off some steam. We got, you know, it's kind of like we're on an even slate now. You guys been fucking us up all these years.
1: Mm-hmm. We,
2: we fucked up the city. And you know, we're cool now. We everybody was chill, and you know, like I said, all the gangs were having peace treaties. Everybody was, uh, you know, you just seen shit that has never happened ever. Yeah. And it took the riots to make that happen. And uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen? This guy hasn't even got charged yet. You know, this is before. Yeah. Uh, before
0: there actually has happened. there has been some news on that. Um, they've moved away from the the DA of Minnesota and took it to a federal level that they they don't feel like there's not enough being done. So the governor stepped in and they're looking to pursue all four officers in that situation. So that happened this morning. Yeah. That's
2: what happens out here. Like if, if you're in a car, somebody shoots at somebody in a car and you're with the three, you're one of the three guys that's in the car. You can you're be going down with it. Yep. I, have, I know a kid who was 16 years old that was asleep in the back of a car and, and a guy shot somebody in, from the car. Yeah. He's doing 80 years. Yeah, accessory. Woo! Yeah, 16-year-old kid you, and he's doing 80 years in prison and he was asleep when the guy shot the guy. So
0: A lot of girlfriends you know. and a lot of wives in prison because of the same thing. Because they happened yeah. to be in the car when someone went and decided to do oh. a robbery and you're an accessory. It's, it's, and the justice system is not set up for these scenarios like yeah
2: for the for the cops
0: yeah so mm-hmm. they, they
2: they get off you know they're like oh well you know it wasn't me it was him you know and when you were standing there motherfucker you didn't
0: and then yeah you, <laughs> you
2: didn't uh you didn't stop it that's their thing if you ain't stopping it or you're not calling somebody you're a part of it so them do, they didn't stop shit and they weren't calling nobody they were they're the guys you call yeah and they're standing there with mm-hmm. their finger, you know playing pocket pool so fuck them
1: no. That's the most that's that I mean, I I, I told Hugh, I'm like, okay, I'm awake now, I've had me morning cry because <laughs> I, I literally I'm just so heartbroken. The tears just come randomly. But like that's that's the hardest shit to see was just that guy that was I mean, it's hard to see the act happening to, yeah. to the gentleman, but then but then you see the cop, just other one just standing there. And the look on his yeah. face was like, he's he's being the lookout. That yeah. is, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's, it just like, it just gets me to my absolute core that they're just, you're just standing there. Yeah. You're literally just fucking standing there. There's, like, and I know that cops all, you know what I mean? Not all cops. I, I know some people that are cops and they're not bad people. But man, a guilty by association. There is an unspoken rule that cops don't rat out cops. That's why there, I also know so many women that are dating a cop, married to a cop. They get their ass beat on a regular basis, and they just have to take it because you they they protect each other. And that has to stop. It's it's. Um, do you think that will ever stop? I don't think it will.
2: No way. That's a, that's like a. That's a thing that they've been doing. You know for since since the beginning of time unless unless some women cops get in there and they raise enough stink or or you know it, it becomes you know more open then, not, then nothing's going to change that's been so a th- hundred
1: years plus. what do you think about what do you think about them covering their badge numbers and covering turning off their body cams
2: Yeah, that's that's all part of the same thing that that's pretty much saying, you know, let let them do whatever whatever they need to do, they could do whatever they need to do and nothing's going to happen to them cuz there's no evidence proving that it's them. Like if they if they catch say they catch some looters and just kill them or or beat the shit out of them in the dark alley in the back and their camera's not on that's the only camera that would prove what happened so you know basically they could get away with anything now unless they got they get caught on somebody else's camera you know either a surveillance camera from a store or a, a, somebody with a phone
1: it's almost like it's almost like uh... if
2: they put them in the car and take them to a place yeah. where there's no cameras which, you know, that they were known for that in the 80s and 90s. They they would take people from gangs and go drop them off in their enemy's neighborhood. No. Yeah. And just be like, hey, all right, homie, have a good one. And, oh, yeah, let that gun that you gave us that has a couple murders on it, we're going to hold on to that. And they'd drop the guy off and be like, okay, see you later. Have fun. Hey, your enemy's right here walking down the street. And um, then they would take that gun and, and go and do some, you know, go do a murder with it or something like that. And it had that guy's fingerprints on it, but he wasn't even there. Mm. And, uh, he would get charged with it, you know, like there's so much, there's, you know, there was so much scandalous, uh, stuff coming out of it. You know, the whole rampart thing. And
0: oh yeah, like,
2: like, those are the guys that they just got caught, you know, what about like everything else that, where, where it's like, Oh, those are the ones that, they're, they got caught. What about all the ones that didn't?
0: There's plenty of that. Hmm. S- seeing that the police force just got an extra, they doubled their intake of the budget today. They're at what? The, they went up from one point. What was it? One point eight billion dollars or one point one billion dollars to three billion dollars? So it was just a, the mayor to do To do what with it? Uh,
2: the, you know? the, the... Not to investigate them. No, but no, you
0: know, no. They're just giving them more money. Yeah. Yeah, that's the the LA mayor approved that, uh, and the council did the other day. Well, like, it was obviously in the process, but it just went through today, so it just kicked in. So they have an extra one point something billion dollars. We're we have a essentially a police force that is a small military, probably outspends most countries. So,
1: yeah. So what do you think about what do you think about seeing the military? All right, it's running around like that. That that was. I knew that the, that was interesting yesterday. Did you see that here?
0: Um, I, I, what is it? It's the National Guard came in, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And the last room.
2: time they had tanks running down the street. Like, I wish I had photos of the last riots because I saw so much crazy shit. It was like, you know, I was blown away. Like to see it. Back then, I lived off of uh, Melrose and Las Palmas.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And to see tanks rolling down Melrose and like, you know, armed guards walk, you know, walking next to the tanks and that shit looked crazy. It looked like, you know, we're in war, but it was like our military against our people.
0: Right.
2: You know, it wasn't like an enemy country against, you know, against us and our military was there to protect us. It was like our military was there to, you know, to, uh, you know, put us on timeout pretty much. Yeah. And, um. And those, and they were kind of, they were kind of uh, crazy, you know. You'd see like some kid from like Wisconsin or something, like 18 years old, walking around with like a uh, an AR-15, telling you to get the fuck out the street, go back in your fucking house. And you're like, hey, punk, you know, like you're yeah. in my city. I pay the taxes for the city. I work hard to live here. And, you know, you got to, like, sit there and suck it up that some little fucking kid that ain't even from here is talking shit to you, you know? Mm -hmm. But he was the one with the AR-15, and I was the one, you know, on a bicycle, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, everyone was like, well, if you don't feel safe, the um, National Guard is coming. That was yesterday. And I said, yeah, I know. I saw that. And I'm like, but it doesn't make me, to me, I I think I am honestly just, so this is, this is all just fairly, I was telling you for you, I feel that's, so I wanted to talk to you because you've lived in places where shit's so real all the yeah. time and not that you're jaded to it or, you know, it, it's not as impacting, but I feel like maybe after all the years of it, you're just kind of programmed to take it in more stride than, um, you know, a 20 year old. That lives in west hollywood never seen any of this shit and even though yeah. i've been around for years i really haven't experienced any of this shit um like right in front of my face and so it's very uh i i don't feel safe that the national guard is here because i don't know who they're here for
2: yeah protect us i don't yeah. know what you're here for you yeah,
1: know they're, so. here, they're
2: here to uh well, they're here to stop the looting, you know, and the and the burning of the of the businesses. But you know, for me, I'm out there, you know, in the in the streets when when all this shit is going on. I, I don't know why. I just I, I don't know. It's like uh, I just got to be there, and uh, I don't I don't feel uh, good just you know sitting in my house and and all that shit's going on in, in my own city. I, So I go out there and um, like to me, it was a trip, you know, like I was like I went, I went with my daughter and two of our, two of our friends and all four of us got shot with rubber bullets and, uh, and all four of us got tear gassed and, and uh, pepper sprayed and the flashbangs. And. You're walking away, like you're trying to get away because the next thing is they come up and grab you and they arrest you it's be, because it's an all, unlawful uh, gathering. But you're trying to walk away and you can't breathe and you can't see and your your balance is thrown off because the thing just popped you know, right next to you. And you, you make it away and you wait for the burning to stop and you wait till you can breathe. And as soon as that's gone, most people would be like, oh, I'm cool. I'm out of here and go home, you know, but for me, I was like, okay, man, my, my eyes are done burning. I can breathe. Cool. And I go right back to the the front line. And it's been like that every time, like we went to the, to, uh, Dakota during the, when they were putting the, the pipeline in, it was the same situation there. Um, it was the same situation back in the in the riots in ninety two. But like you said, I've been to a bunch of places where the shit cracks off and uh in each place it's a different feeling. Like every every place has its own like own feeling and own uh own vibes there. I'd say probably the, one of the one of the craziest ones for me it was going to a prison where they held the Taliban prisoners in uh, in Afghanistan. Oh wow! And and it was still inactive. It was in 2013. Though there was still a lot of military there, and there was still war. Like there was um, right down the block, um, eight. Eight Turkish people had gotten uh, kidnapped out of a helicopter by the Taliban. And then uh, the store on the corner where we were staying, there was a bombing. So it was still really active. And that was probably the place I felt the most unsafe, even compared to being with, you know, in front of 100 cops with every kind of gun, every kind of weapon pointed at you. I still felt less safe in Afghanistan, which is kind of weird to me because, you know, it it was what wasn't weird is that wasn't my home. So I was out of my out of my element, you know, being in L.A., even with all that shit, I still am like, I know I'm at home and I know I still can maneuver and I still feel a little bit safer because I'm at home. I'm in L.A., if some shit happened, I could call somebody or, you know, have somebody pick me up or or if I got busted, I could call somebody and be like, hey, you know, they got me. I'm here in the county or whatever, you know. Right. But when you're in a foreign country.
0: There's no calling anyone.
2: No calling nobody. Yep. You know, even now, and the weird thing is today, I was thinking, like, whose number do I have memorized? You know, right. like, because I'm programmed to just press a name, scroll through the phone and press a name. Like, back in the day, I had, like, 50, 50 phone numbers memorized. Yeah. And I've had my, my phone number since 1992, and people tell me, like, maybe in between 10 and 20 people, have go, you know what? Your number is the only number that I've have memorized for, like, 10 years. Like, nobody else's number is i've had memorized and i was thinking i was like man i don't have anybody's number memorized like none of my family members number no nothing right if i got caught and thrown into to jail i I wouldn't even be able to call nobody i'd be fucked
0: i'd I'd permit a marker or something on your wrist just a a number that you would call right there if yeah
2: like every time i'm gonna go back into the you
0: know what's going on i'm gonna throw are you gonna go in are you planning on going in this afternoon
2: yeah, I gotta go make. I gotta go do my job today. I gotta go make some T-shirts, and then uh, I'm gonna go see what's going on. I'm just gonna keep going every day till till they till it's over.
0: Uh, don't fault you the way because this is your home. This is your your town. It's like I've been. Yeah. I've I've grown up all over the place. I've lived in in you know both coasts. I've lived in San Diego for growing up in high school, and L.A. is the longest place I've ever lived anywhere, and it does have that kind of feeling. I'm like. The there was a sit down that was going to happen down the street from me. I'm sure you heard about it. The one on Crescent Heights yeah, and Sunset. Canceled. It got canceled. But there's like five other ones popped up.
2: Yeah, send me them in the DM.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to do that. So. And alert. I want
2: to. I want to I wanna see what what happens. I was going to go to the Santa Monica thing, but I had a another shoot that I had to do. The one I was telling you in South Central that was. I'm working a documentary on a friend of mine, so I uh. I went to do that shoot, and, I mean, it was a, an amazing shoot, but uh, I did miss out on the whole Santa Monica thing.
0: Would you? I because
2: that's where I was born and raised, so I would have okay. liked to have been there.
0: Would you go? Did you check out the Huntington Beach stuff?
2: No, I, I have a hard time going over there because it's just so yeah. different.
0: I, I just like, was wondering, I I was, because of, like, what it's happened different, beginning of the month to what happened this, like, the two protests that happened and how they reacted to both of them completely differently. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Those places, uh, you know, that's the kind of place that I would get mobbed by like all white people, you know? Right.
0: And then, yeah. yeah.
2: I, I feel safer in South Central or East LA or, or any part of the city than, than over there. Cause the way they think, you know?
0: Oh, I i Yeah. I don't even, I don't feel because I, I it just, they're, it's a different breed of human. Those Yeah. Men. The, the ones that are filled with that kind of hate for other humans is just, it, it it's appalling. Yeah. And for some odd reason, they think they're it's right to them. I don't, I don't, it, it doesn't wrap around my head.
2: Yeah, and me neither.
0: So. They got that, a lot
2: of angry white folks over there.
0: For what reason? I mean.
2: Well, they live by the beach and, million, and mansions and million dollar houses and they have everything they need. It's fucked up, you know? Yeah. The way, it's a horrible way to live to have everything you want and need and and beautiful environment, beautiful beaches. Can you imagine? That'd be fucked up.
0: Mm.
2: I would just be mad all the time.
0: Oh yeah, it's a weird take on this one because we've been seeing you. You were talking about the protesters and the protesters being these peaceful people, and then you have, like I've noticed and Rachel has as well, that there's been other people that have infiltrated this protest like the looters and like who have a different kind of like uh they're the ones who are destroying the city it's not the protesters really
2: oh no it's way it's a way different it's a way different animal the the protesters and the and the looters are two completely different people the protesters are like hey you know let's let's make awareness about this cause and 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 you know bring attention to it and it does bring a little bit of attention and the looters are like, okay, now all the cops are focused on this place, on these people, you know, now's our time to fuck everybody and get ours, you know, and, yeah. and they're making an awareness and bringing attention to the same issue, but just in a different way. And it's, and, and I mean, it's bringing more attention to this, to the, uh, it's bringing more attention and awareness in a negative way, but it is bringing a, more of attention and awareness to the the same cause. Yeah, they're not doing it the right way or the the way everybody wants them to. But that shit, you know, has everybody's eyes and ears wide open. Mm. You know,
0: that, it, yeah.
2: and that and that has everybody shook. And that's what I think it takes. It kind of you know it's fucked up to say, but I think that's what it takes to. Open people's eyes, you yeah. know, burn I mean, it down to, to rebuild. Sometimes violence is, the, is, is the way to, you know, to shake things up and it's fucked up, but that's what it takes. That's what it takes. You know, like,
0: well, I mean, 1960s, I don't, don't want
2: to see everybody get hurt
0: or, no.
2: you know, people that invest their whole lives in the building, you know, businesses, you know, all my shit's got fucked up, you know, in this, you know, right. some of my stuff's gotten stolen and shit like that at, at, uh, you know the places where I have my stuff, but I don't even care. You know, right? Like, fuck it. It's
0: so just what? stuff. It can get replaced, kind of thing. Yeah, I'll take the
2: I'll take the loss, and like you know, maybe something good will come out of it. And I think, you know, it it already is.
1: So when they were marching on rodeo, so so when because that's that's one of the things you everyone gets caught up with. You're looting. You're hurting your own town, your own block, which I can understand. That I can see that as well. But people kind of get caught up with the whole. The looting's wrong, instead of why people are doing it, which is a shame. But then I always, you know, there was a lot of people that were like, "Yeah, I'm not sad that they are." Um, you know, I was it Cardi B. I'm not sad that they're looting, uh, Target, or AutoZone. Because these are corporations that should be speaking up. So it's different than looting your mom and pop store, the barbershop that you go to. Um, So when they were going toward um, Beverly Hills, shut that shit down. They put, they wouldn't, um, I have people that know people that have businesses and they're like, I couldn't even get in to clean up (laughs) because the cops are like, nope, no one's getting in now. They got in once, no one's getting back in. So, I I was just like, well, I don't really. Is it wrong? I, I was like, I'm sorry if I sound wrong, but I I really don't have sorrow for Gucci, Tiffany's, any of these places on Rodeo because they have fucking insurance for this shit. Nothing's gonna happen to them. It's not like you know, I live on Melrose. I live on Kings and Melrose. Um, there's a lot of you know people. Everyone has insurance for shit, but then there's also. You know, that one person that did their whole life savings.
2: Yeah. Gone.
1: Or they just opened that place and it took everything. Gone. Um, I was like, well, you know, the fact that they're going toward Beverly Hills, that's going to make people pay attention. Because now you're hitting people that have the power where it hurts. Their wallet. They're like, oh my God, Beverly Hills isn't safe. No, it's not. It's everywhere. This shit's everywhere. You're not safe. You shouldn't be. So I... I you know, and I got some shit from some people, Well, it's wrong all around. I'm like, it is wrong all around and it's sad that it has to happen to this all around. But I don't feel sorry for Rodeo Drive. I just don't.
2: Yeah, I never would. They're 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 making you know, they're making shit that's like, you know I mean I'm in the industry of uh, you know, selling clothes and selling, you know, merchandise and stuff and You know i know how much stuff costs and i know how much stuff gets made for Mm -hmm. and i know like the the turnaround you know and those guys are just making you know millions off of shit that is is the same price as other stuff to get made and all that kind of stuff you know the profit that they make is you know why they're why they are on rodeo drive so it's like you know they the the I don't I never see them losing nothing ever, so it's yeah. like no big deal you know, Do like you the mean, mom and pop shop like, yeah. you know the the little stores on Melrose and stuff like that like that's a that's a whole different vibe you know that's a whole different animal like stores that, you know people like you said you know can you imagine the people that just opened a business like right before the pandemic mm-hmm. and then the pandemic came and they weren't able to even like start working and they but they're now they're, they were now they're
1: gonna recover and now they're yeah now they're
2: locked in to paying all these rent and everything and like my photo lab uh he's been in business for uh 40 years showman photo on sunset is one of the last of the two one of the last of the two photo labs that does darkroom prints he called me the other day and goes hey it's over you know i'm not gonna be able to recover i'm not gonna be able to come back so you're going to have to take your stuff to uh, Icon from now on. I was like, are you sure? Like, you don't want to just take one of the machines to your garage and, like, you know, I could just be sending you my film and prints, just me, you know? Like, I think I could, uh, you know, help you out with your, you know, or do a fucking GoFundMe or something. He was like, I'm so over it. Like, I'm just going to let it go. And I was like, wow, you know, that's sad. Like, here's a guy who's. Like we're in Hollywood, we're in Los Angeles, the land of of film and photography, and and he's one of the last of the Mohicans of the the last two businesses that makes darkroom film prints, you know, and he's going out of business. Crazy. And and now and, the, and that was just the pandemic. That wasn't even this. the rise yeah. didn't even hit him. I don't even yeah. know if his windows got broken open or anything it's sad that those type of people, you know, have to change the, like this changed their whole life forever.
1: Yeah.
2: And, uh, I feel fucked up for those type of people, but the, the Tiffany's and the, the Chanel's and all that, like big deal, you know, they're, they're making millions in the next city over.
1: Right. Do you, you feel know? that it's a, a, a strategic move, a better, a move that, I mean, should people be going where when you're going to when you're going to definitely doing it in West Hollywood? And, you know, it was shocking and terrifying to see the cop cars lit on fire and the graffiti and all that stuff. But it definitely got everyone's attention. And then it was Beverly Hills where they thought, oh, it's never going to come here. And that's in Beverly Hills. Um, A friend of mine, Crystal, she's a comedian actress. She she puts these websites and she was just like, yeah, Santa Monica is shooketh. Right. Yeah. They were like, what the hell just happened? So it really when you're do you feel that instead of marching on your own street and wrecking your own shit, you should be going to these corporate.
2: That's where it's getting everybody's attention. So if if that's the the point of all of it is to get people's attention, open their eyes and then they did it. You know, they achieved it because everybody's awoke now.
0: That they
1: are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're, I mean, it's so weird to say getting back to normal because I, I think that normal wasn't working. Everyone, everyone, it's kind of like everyone forgot about fucking coronavirus.
2: The virus forgot about it. Huh.
1: The virus forgot about the virus.
2: Yeah, because right now, if, if, if there was the real, if it, there was the coronavirus, like what they were saying, I think every emergency room would be jam-packed right now everybody's chest will be hurting. They can't breathe. Like George George Lopez says, my chest hurts. I can't breathe. Everybody that's out, all the, those protests got it for sure. Hey, for Mandatory. Sure but maybe there's, maybe there's not the virus is as bad as people say because, you know, we're not hearing about the, the emergency rooms are flooded because of all the people at the protest got the coronavirus or nothing like that. And if it was, you know, they they could have been shooting us with it out of their little uh, out of their little guns.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that too. I'm I'm such a conspiracy theorist enthusiast. Yeah. But I was just like, what if it's not tear gas? What if it's the virus? Right. Um, you know, I was my brain, my I was just so my whole being went to hyperdrive just watching all this shit. I mean, no one, where well, were these murder hornets that we were promised? Where were they? They were like, they came in, Hubbard said, "Fuck this shit." Aliens. They tried to give us aliens. Plot twist. Where the aliens are like, "Fuck this shit." Turned around.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. Oh my god. Nothing but good old LA tearing shit up. I was I was thinking, man, I, I guess LA lost it, you know, like what, what the, what we had in '92, because, um, you know. Everywhere else was going off, and, and L.A. was just like, you know, mellow and calm and everything. And then once it snapped, it went buck wild.
1: Right. It did go buck wild. But and I now also, we got the
2: world's attention.
1: I also, but I also wonder, people. You said that you said that out here, West Hollywood, Fairfax Sisters, which is just basically a lot of Jewish-owned businesses and like um, skateboard shit. It's like skateboards and sneakers, and you know what I mean that kind of vibe um these are all the people that kind of like i'm wondering if they just had it in their mindset like this is what we saw happen before and they were kind of like you want some la we're going to give you some la i'm I'm just so curious because you said that south central was nothing like they were just business you know it was uh, or not nothing but it was just it wasn't as bad as an area where you thought it was just going to be a bunch of new age hippie yogi um, you know, woke youngsters, but they brought it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I wonder if it's because they, there was an expectation. Well, I hope. Yeah. I mean, it, I was like, I, I, saw, I saw a bunch of stuff where I don't know where in, in the world it was, but people were like stockpiling bricks. They were like, not a construction site around, but here's some bricks. I don't know who did it. Was it the cops? Was it the, the protesters? I yeah, know. that was weird. That was wild. Um, yeah, like there was a pallet
2: of, of bricks.
0: Yeah, out of in the middle. Of no, I've seen a few of those where it's just like, why is this here? It's like, yeah. How did it
2: get there? Nobody filmed that, and n- nobody you know, knows. Nobody, nobody saw somebody bring that shit in.
0: Well, I guarantee you that there's uh there's video in parking lots that those things were dropped off of in Dallas because they were yeah. there were a few of them in New York City. I don't know about here in L.A. I haven't seen anything, but there was a construction site in Boston. I had friends who were living right where that was going off last night and they, they left the construction site and there was just a pallet of bricks and I'm or just image. And I'm just like, Just left outside the, rest left of out- the construction yep, site. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like,
1: like Like that cat that kind of throws it just, just to the side. Um I that we Hugh and I were discussing the um a lot of people were reposting the, the thing about if you see, um People, protesters, are quotation marks, with Hawaiian shirts on, they are not with you. They're this, what are they here? They're, I forgot what group they are. There's Proud
0: Boys. There. There's, um, I don't there, know.
1: They're white supremacists. Well, Yeah, that's Proud Boys. So, what, how, what's your experience with that? Have you seen? I've never seen it. Never seen it?
2: No, and I heard that they had undercover cops wearing uh, orange bands on their arms. And they were, like, starting shit, but I didn't see them either. But I didn't know, so I wasn't looking for them. Hmm. Now that I know, I'm going to look for them, but... um, Have
1: you had any experience, like, in the 90s or anything with that? No.
2: No? No, the only... I had a kid tell me the other day to to take my mask off so I could show the world, you know, that that I'm there and all this. I was like, for what? What am I going to take... What I need to take my mask off for? You know, if you want to roll around with your mask off, that's cool. You, you go ahead and I don't know who's watching your uh, your little IG or whatever, but yeah. I'm not going to uh, take my mask off because you said it. And he was like, "Oh, you ain't about this live or whatever." I was like, "Hey, homie, you don't. We don't need to do any of this for for your IG or whatever, but." You want to put me to the test, we could do that too, but don't start crying that, you know, don't start crying about it after. But you this could get it. it. And then I, and then I go, and then I, uh, I put his little, uh, iPad down because you know, he had it up and I pushed it down and, and I took my mask off and I told him, here's my face. You know, I go, you want to go on to take this a step further? He's like, no, I'm cool. I go all right. Thank you. Have a nice day. And I know that if I would have, you know, took off on him, there would have been a whole big deal. Yeah. Because there was all a bunch of kind of people around, and they would have been like, "Look at that! People are turning on." I'm like, Yeah. But you know, he, he the kid wasn't even from L.A. Of course not. He's like, I ain't from here, but my family's from here. I go well. Then you need to shut the fuck up because this saying even about you. Get out of
1: here, boy. Go home. What do you think about uh, you know literally up and down where i live there's there's the business owners are sitting in front of their own business now with bats and yeah i went to depending. I went to my
2: friend's store to to help him out because you know he carries my stuff and. And we held it down. A lot of people were coming up to the store, and you could see them plotting. You know, groups of mm-hmm. groups of people plotting to come and break through the door. And we're like, "Hey, wrong store. Take that shit down the street." Yeah. They're like, "What do you mean wrong store?" We're like, "This is the wrong store. You know, this ain't. That's not, We're not gonna just let you break the windows and take all our shit. So, yeah. you know, take it down the street." And they're like, oh, "Okay, you want you. That's how you guys want to be." We know we'll, we'll come back we got you we're like oh go ahead and wow. come back we're we're here we're not going nowhere where are we gonna go right <laughs> but uh, they didn't come back and then uh, a, a couple of the 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 guy the cops with they're hanging off of the cars they came down the street and they all got up down the street and started doing a lineup and they shot at us because they just saw us hanging out in front of the store but once we went in the store they're like who who are you guys They were like hey this is our store and they go well, shut this shut this shit and stay inside and they they pulled down the metal gate mm-hmm. from outside and kind of locked us in there wow so we we're like stuck but you know cuz cuz where the door is the mm-hmm. the metal gate comes down but it's only on one side so it was hard to lift the metal gate just from one side, you kind of have to be in the middle or be on the other side. And, and, and we usually use a chain to, to wind it up. Mm-hmm. So we had to open up the back door and go out the back door to come around to the front to open up the front gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got pretty hectic. There was a couple of groups that, that wanted to come in and loot the store. And mm-hmm. there was more of them than us, but if we had, you know, we had help
1: just kind of yeah i mean again i don't feel sorry for the rodeo drive stores i just don't but i did feel really bummed out just to see you know all pretty much a lot of shit went down in front of the hundreds like fire and the cops yeah um and that was just like i don't know where these kids are coming from but or the looters but like why would you loot a store that you love you know what I mean? That's and there's a culture, there's a whole um art culture situation that happens on Fairfax, you know, with with the with the um people that put their stuff in the stores and, and the store owners and we love them and we, we're you know what I mean, they're kind of like, you know, local celeb type things and then they you go and rob someone that you look up to and that just blows my mind.
2: Yeah. Well those are obviously the people that like those brands and stuff like that but probably can't afford them so they're like that that's their one chance they can go in and get some stuff by supreme or whatever you know and and those the a lot of those clothes too there's like such a high um markup you you know how they they they'll buy you know extras of them and they put them online you know because they're so limited edition that people can you know. Double the price on the if they put them online. So, you know they're just thinking of a money scheme. I, I saw some people breaking into a store. Um, it was called like Wasteland. It's so funny because there was like a hundred people looting it, and I guess the people didn't know the store because obviously it's all used clothes. Yeah. It's like robbing the Goodwill store. <laughs> but it's all it's like a Melrose Goodwill store.
1: Yeah. It's true. And uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was I was tripping. I was like, these guys were running by me, and they're like, like you know, men running by with like handfuls of women's clothes. I was like, oh, that's dope, homie. You got all that? I go, yeah. I go, you know, that's all used clothing, right? And they're like, what? And I go, that that's like the Salvation Army, but it's all Melrose, it's like the trendy Salvation Army. And they go, what? And I go, yeah. I go, look at, look into it. It's fucking all used clothes. Like you got shit stains and fucking cum stains from motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> clothes and shit. You're gonna be rocking that shit. <sighs> and the, a couple of the guys like just threw them down on the ground and kept running.
1: Oh no! Oh no! So we're gonna wrap up soon, but so if you were like, there's, there's gonna be lots of protests uh, still yet to come. I don't think this is going to end anytime soon, really. Um, what, what would you say to like the people that are going out that, uh, this isn't their regular, like they don't, this is their first time going out, like but safety first. Yeah. That, what what Oh, the, I would just say, uh,
2: stay safe. And, and if, uh, if you're just going there to support, you know, uh, be on your toes and, um, you know, help people. If you see somebody get fucked up, pick them up and and drag them out of the way. I got I saw a few people getting shot in the face with rubber bullets. Um, a couple young girls, uh, a couple older women, you know, they got shot. I saw a lot of you know people bleeding, and they would they would uh, start doing it right there, like start trying to help these people, like right there, like 20 feet from the line of where the cops are and the cops are coming to you but you know like you see in in every single war movie every single war movie you ever see when when your partner gets injured they pick them up and they retreat you know take take the person that's injured out of the way get them out of there and these people are like just like treating them right on the spot you know when when the cops are still coming like they don't give a shit they don't care they're the ones that did that to you in the first place so, you know, if you see somebody get hurt, get them out of there. You know, I was lucky. Like one time, I I couldn't see nothing and I couldn't see, breathe, or am I? I was thrown off, and and a kid saw me that knew me, and he and I couldn't even see him. I was just feeling my way down the wall, and uh, the kid came up and said my name. He's all, "Hey, what's up, Esteban? What's up?" And I go, hey, homie, help me, you know, get to help me get out of the way. He goes, I got you, you know, hold on to my backpack. And I grabbed his backpack and he walked me, you know, like 50 feet away. And by then I could kind of open my eyes a little bit. And they gave me like water and milk. And um, I I was really thankful for those people that were were taking the waters down there and the milk, you know, to get that shit out of your eyes because it helps, you know. And and uh, it helps too to to show the cops that man these we're doing we're doing everything we can to sh- to put these people down and shooting them with everything we got but bullets and they they just walk away pour a little milk put some water you know kind of dust themselves off and they come right back right back to us every single time so it's kind of cool that those people are there and then um, I would definitely say you know take. Uh, take something to, you know, wipe your eyes out or, you know, a mask for for breathing. I mean, I saw some people with full-on motorcycle helmets, which is cool, but you know, it's good for you, but at at the same time, you might be a target for the cops, you know? They're like, oh, he thinks he's going to come over here with his little helmet and be cool, then you know, I'm going to get him to make an example out of him. But, uh, you know, I would just say say, stay as safe as you can and uh, everybody that Everybody that I knew from 1992 that was looting and stuff like that, most of their neighbors told on them after. When everything uh-huh. calmed down, most of people's neighbors were telling on them. So you would see the cops coming, like, after everything was done and over, like a week or two after the riots were done and over, the cops were coming to people's houses and taking them out of the house and and charging them with all that stolen shit they had in their house. So... Watch out for your neighbors don't uh don't be flossing and all the shit that you're stealing in front of your neighbors because they're probably the ones that'll tell on you. <laughs> That's advice. about
0: it.
1: That's some good advice okay, so I think we're we're at the end. We are indeed we're at the end. At the end. Thank you so much for um talking to us and and um, giving us some insight and I really, I know that you said you were going to go to all the protests, just be careful because, Yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know if it's, you're kind of famous right now more than you were because of the um, documentary and stuff, so I just, I I mean, I'm not sure if it's a good thing that people are posting you as it's happening, because that might make you a target. I don't know how I feel about so many things.
2: Yeah, it is what it is.
1: But, uh. But just be really careful.
2: Either way, I'll be, you know, whatever happens, happens. And nothing I can do.
1: Do a, um, maybe do an Insta story chat or post that you got home safe. Yeah. For everyone. But, but I think people should be doing that You know that what's crazy
2: is, on is for, I, I yes, posted. You, need
1: you I, to call your mamas and you need to, like, call your people. and Like, I made it home.
2: Yeah. I posted the other day just uh, a little bit of the video that I, when I was there. And, uh. It got like 100,000 views, the most views I've ever gotten, Damn. ever. And it was like a shitty quality. People were like talking shit on there going, what was this shot with the razor and everything? <laughs> I was like, sorry, my phone was stressed out. It was getting shot at with rubber bullets and pepper spray and tear gas.
1: My phone was like, we have to go.
2: Yeah, my oh, phone no was no. trying to leave.
1: I <laughs> was like, we're done. We're out of here.
2: <laughs> it was funny. <laughs>
1: I, thought I was stressed out. That's funny. <laughs> all right, well, I'm gonna let you go, and um, and uh, thank you so much.
2: Okay, thank you guys. Thank Make you. Be safe too.
0: We'll do.
1: this very hypersensitive lately. It's just, it's just so much. There's shit. All, there's,
0: there's a lot of shit going on. I mean, so that would, that would, Esteban was a, a great call to have come on to the show today. I, I can't well, argue.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's, a, he's a definitely some. He's seen the shit. Yeah. He's seen the shit. And he always seems so calm. I'm sure that's just his demeanor. But he's, I know for a fact that he's seen some shit.
0: Yeah. So you need to go feed yourself.
1: I do. I'm going crazy. Okay. Okay. Get to it. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.